Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. All right, moving on, what we're going to do is take that same idea, but instead of using a blues progression, we're going to use just a pop or rock, you know, sort of chord progression. So I want you to listen to this for a second. Okay, so what's happening there is it's playing, the, the, the backing track is G, and then it goes to E minor, and then it goes to C. Okay, so again, I'm learning what my backing track is doing so I can respond to that backing track by creating something, in this case, note chasing, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and emphasize or target the root of each chord. So when G is being played, I'm going to try and emphasize the note G to some capacity. When E minor is being played, I'm going to emphasize E minor to some capacity, or the note E, I should say. Uh, and over the C chord, I'm going to do the same thing with C. So what I have to ask myself is, I know these three chords, G, E minor, and C, okay? But is there somewhere where I know a scale as well that can correspond with this, okay? Well... Again, you, you probably do, but let me just use an example. So I could go up here to E minor pentatonic. Okay, and here's my note E, of course. Here's my note G. Okay, now here's the problem. When I play that E minor pentatonic, G, A, B are my notes. Guess what? I don't even have a C in here. So this is where we get into another topic, which you don't, again, you can study whenever you feel like you have time or you don't have to study it at all. But what we're doing is we're expanding the pentatonic scale to accommodate the chord that's being played. So for instance, if I wanted to, to uh, emphasize the G over G and E minor, E over E minor and C over C, because my pentatonic scale does not have a C in it, I would have to add the note C into my pentatonic scale, which is expanding it, okay? Pentatonic expansions is something that I, I teach a lot as well. But basically what you're gonna do is you've got your note E minor, you've got your note G, and you've got your note C, which is actually right here with the pinky, okay? So now I want you to just watch this for a second. So I'm gonna make this as, as easy as I can here by doing nothing but just playing the note G over G, and then E minor over E minor, and C over C, okay? And then I'm going to try and expand it a little bit more, but let's just start with that. Okay, there's not much going on there. So I need to start embellishing this by adding in my meandering concept into this pentatonic scale to make this a little more interesting, 
Okay, so what that means is I can play this E minor or G major pentatonic scale. And what I'm going to do is try and target the notes at various times. So I've got my G here, which also exists here, which also exists here. Those are the three G's I'm going to try and target. I don't have to use them all, just that's what I have to work with. And then E minor, I've got my E here, E here, E here, just like we did over the G chord there. Okay, and then I got my C. Now C doesn't even exist in the pentatonic, but I did add it in right here, which means it also exists right here. So again, you can see in this, this what I'm doing right now, you might be looking at this going, okay, well, I didn't know all that. Okay, so here's another opportunity. Please always remember that the point of, of the courses that I create are not to try and, you know, grab your money and then give you something that takes you 20 minutes to learn. You can sift through this course and, and not elaborate on all these different things, and you're still going to get something awesome that you can use. But there's always opportunity to bump up to another level by going, that's what I need to work on. Yeah, I, I'm understanding this code, chord chasing or note chasing concept, but that's something else I need to do is know where my notes are. How do I learn that, right? There's another thing that you got to study. So it's pretty awesome. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that same idea, but I'm going to move up to this. I'm going to play G here. I'm going to play E here. And I'm going to play C here. And remember, that's not pentatonic. I had to add it in. My pentatonic notes are still around it. And I can play those pentatonic notes, obviously, right? But I can play the C in between when the C comes up. So now watch what I get, a little more interesting, okay? If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. I'm going to target those notes, but I'm going to meander similar to what I did in the blues. And then when the E minor chord comes up, I'm going to target that E minor or the note E. And when the C comes up, I'm going to target that C. So now I get this. sudden you've got yourself bona fide real melody by targeting the root note of each one of those chords and meandering in between 
Okay, moving, whether I'm playing a lick, whether I'm just moving around the scale, whatever it might be, that stuff in between now is, I always think of it like, you know, when I'm, if I'm driving to the grocery store, okay, the grocery store is my directive. It's my focal point. It's where I want to go. It's what I want to target, right? Um, I should use target as my example. Okay, but I'm going to the grocery store, all right? How I get there is entirely up to me. I can get there the fastest way. I can get there the most uh, uh, relaxing way. I can, if it's if it's in the fall, I live in North Dakota. If it's in the fall, I might take a real scenic way to get there because I just I'm not in a hurry. I just want to enjoy myself and and uh, breathe the air and and look at the sights, right? Um, so you got to think about that. Like when you're playing, you've plotted these points. You've got these places that you're going to go. The stuff in between determines what you want it to sound like, right? I mean, you can take the stuff out completely and you've got yourself, you know, a, a very, very basic melody. But if you add stuff in between, no matter, again, don't don't convince yourself that it needs to be fast or it needs to be a, a thousand notes or it needs to be a bunch of bends or taps or don't convince yourself of anything. Just see what you come up with for movement inside connecting those dots together, those points, G, E, and C. And again, I'm just using this pentatonic scale here. Now, could I do that other places on the fretboard? Sure. If I knew my pentatonic scale across the fretboard and I could visualize a G chord and an E minor chord and a C chord somewhere else on the guitar, I could do that anywhere I want. But now what you've been introduced to is the idea of expanding your pentatonic to accommodate the chord that's going to be played. See, if you never sat down and thought about G E minor and C, you never would have even played a C note. You, you never would have went to it because in your brain, you'd be thinking about the minor pentatonic or the whether you're looking at a Z minor pentatonic or G major pentatonic. But, um, but when you're moving around, you never would have even went to C because you didn't know it was an option. Now, all of a sudden, you've got this new note. Right there, you've got that note C, which is an incredibly important note because the fact that it's not a pentatonic note makes it super, super colorful. It makes it fresh to the ear, right? Where again, if I go back to just this, Again, it, it's just lacking. And that's where people go, well, it sounds like a scale. I'm just playing a scale. You are. Okay, you've got to give your scale other things. You know, you can give your scale licks and patterns and all kinds of things. But what you really need to give your scale is direction. Okay, you've got to plot these points so you've got somewhere to go and rest and relax, right? So when you go to that G... Here comes that E minor. Okay, I got to get up to that C. And again, it doesn't have to be fast. It's whatever you've got going on. I'm just playing, okay? But that's how this would work for note chasing and accommodating the chords. So G, C, and D. I'm seeing a G, excuse me, E minor and C, sorry. Okay, so I'm seeing those three chords. And then I'm plotting the points for it. Now, I could take everything that I'm doing right here and I could move down an octave and play it right where my chords are. Okay. 
I can play it right there, right? So I'm playing the same exact scale, but I'm playing it down here. But I'd have to add in C and C here. And I could do the exact same thing down there, right? So now I've got... So now what I'm doing is I'm expanding and using the two. They're the same position, but one octave higher. I could go back and forth between those. And if I know other positions of my pentatonic or whatever scale I'm using, and I can see chords in that same place, I can start targeting notes. Okay, so note chasing is the first place to begin your journey once you've established all your, you know, what do I know for chords? What do I know for scales? What do I know about the chord progression I'm soloing over? Um, then what we need to do is we need to start targeting these root notes, G over G, E over E minor, C over C, or whatever your chord progression would be doing. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. All right, so now what we're going to do is we're going to move on. We're going to still use those same two notes, but we're going to move into the swing groove. And this one's kind of fun, and I strongly encourage you to practice both of these with the the backing tracks that we've given you, okay? But this is the, this is the swing groove now. Now I can play them. Right? But I can add if I can. Now, does get a little fast, but watch this. I'm gonna add that that um, heartbeat feel, the bump, ba bump, ba bump, 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 ba bump, ba bump. Da 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 Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.